0: I'm Terrell. This podcast is for entertainment and enjoyment.
1: But most importantly, equipping Black students with the tools to succeed. We hope you are entertained.
0: We hope that you are encouraged. This this is is the the Black Black Student Student Survival Battle. Battle. Thanks for listening.
2: Cool. where we go.
0: All right, I'm here, bro. Okay. How exciting! <clears throat> it always is. Hope you got your little something, something to sip on. All right. So let's get started. See, I got a haircut. Thank the Lord, just merciful. All right. So, um. that's real talk (laughs) that was a mess out here i I tell you i haven't even really taken off my headwear much since i got the haircut it's literally just so that when i look in the mirror i don't frighten myself that's literally (laughs) like oh oh that's me (laughs) Yeah, you can't do that with every mirror you walk by. You go crazy, man. You go crazy. So yeah, I'm glad I got a haircut. In any case, um, just to clear up, I mean, you know, I think it's your show today. I mean, just just go 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 bananas. Tell your stories. Um, flow. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna just go like this to tell you to keep it tight. You know, like, and then, I mean, I I think. I think the way that it'll flow will just be based on um, you know how comfortable you are with your stories. I I I, I do think it's that simple. Um, and most importantly, um, we got to make it clear that we're not trying to sermonize to to, to folks. We're trying to be on authentic and um, and just be prepared we're prepared, and yet we're being authentic, you know, so we're hoping that that comes together well, and I'm just going to facilitate, and I'm going to drop my little train in the middle, and then uh, you you wrap it up. I, I tell you, Doug, like, your stories are awesome, so just go from that standpoint that what you got to say is what people should definitely be hearing, because I swear, like, the stuff that happens in your life is, it's 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 modern biblical, it's modern biblical, and I want I want people to hear that. So without further ado, let's get it going. All right, so hello and welcome everybody who is listening um, today on Black Student Survival Guide. We are talking killing religiosity and promoting authenticity. Wow, that's a fun one to say. Killing religiosity and promoting authenticity. A happy hour special. And if you don't mind, we got a little something to to, to tink, tink in our glasses, uh, I can't verify what is in each of our cups, but I will say we will talk authentically, all right, so authentically, anyway, um, so just to get us started, Ra, like, what do you think of when you think of an authentic Christian? I mean, like, what does a person who's real with their faith look like?
1: Um. So I, I guess... So from the beginning, like when I was first like introduced to a church setting as a kid, I thought being the perfect person, never doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. and kind of shunning all dark parts of yourself in general. Wow. Oh, I thought that's what it was because I grew up
0: Catholic. They said a high
1: bar at your church.
0: What, what you Catholic, Are you, I grew you were up raised Catholic. Catholic.
1: Yo, that's um, crazy. So like I... my family's from no the Caribbean.
0: i'm I'm not
1: taking shots at anybody but it's very ho-hum it was very Mm -hmm. it was very strict to be Mm -hmm. to be just completely honest so i grew up in a very strict environment because in the caribbean most people are black but most people are catholic in the um in the caribbean
0: and my mom and dad to get smacked upside the head for being unholy in a, in a Caribbean accent, I, my mind is blown at that. I'm, I'm oh, too yeah. American for that. <laughs> I'm too American for that.
1: My parents, uh, so. are, my parents are straight off the boat. So ah, Caribbean okay. accents, all of that. So mm-hmm. from the jump, that's what my church experience was.
0: As okay. I grew in
1: my faith, found places, found different places in college, um, a real Christian is a person who, I feel like there are people who really roll with the punches. Because yeah. I've... You're, you're trying to be the best type of person you can be. You're trying to live up to the golden standard in the Bible. But in the Bible, you were told up front, you're going to fall short. You got to <laughs> you gotta keep trying to hit perfection while rolling with the punch of probably life. never going to happen. Life.
0: No, life I mean, just life. I, I, I don't even know. I, for <laughs> me, it's not even just trying to be perfect. It's just trying to deal with life. I mean some of the best Christians I know are going through some of the worst stuff I've ever seen. I'm like, how how do y'all deal with the, how do you reconcile it? You know, like just frustrating stuff. I mean, especially in this pandemic. I mean, we started this pandemic out with with, with religious leaders saying, hey, yo, man, God's got us. You know, those are the people of faith. Uh, You know, we don't have to worry about this. And then boom, two weeks later, they're dead, you know, from coronavirus. I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, slow down, <laughs> God. Like, I ain't this is this is this is in the book, but um this is this is you, this is when you gotta read between the lines, let's say, um, and and, and it's called your using faith. wisdom. It's called yeah, using and wisdom and discernment. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and so you know, authentic Christians, I think, just for me, just just bring to the table um the fruits of the spirit you know like love joy peace patience kindness goodness gratefulness gentleness and self-control but they also just kind of give off a vibe of wherever they are in their life there's somebody you're decent around like you you, you're you're happy to be around a person like this I, i think of people i work with where i'm like i work with a lot of hellions but that person I can hoot holler, and, and cuss with them, but I also am glad to be around them. I'm glad for just two minutes of conversation with them. And that to me is what a Christian should be striving for, beyond just, you know, treating others how you want to be treated. Put treat treat others in a way that they're willing to be around you. So, you know, but you know, you ain't always like you ain't always been intentional in your walk. Even if you were brought up in the church or your 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 folks were Catholic, you weren't always intentional. So tell me, Ralph, where does where does your role begin? Or where where, where did it go back to before you were even intentional in the way that you walked out your 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 religiosity? I mean your religion, excuse me, your faith. Um I mean, I always knew knew about God, kind of
1: acknowledged the existence, but it wasn't it wasn't that. I was I'm mm-hmm. gonna just say it plainly. I was out here. You, you remember, you know the term for the streets?
0: Yeah. I was for everything. Oh gosh. He was, he, he left, he left the street <laughs> alone and grabbed a little bit of everything. All right. So what does that mean?
1: I was, I mean, I was partying and, I mean, honestly life was one big adventure for me freshman year. Like when college hit me and all my friends said we were going to do everything and anything we could. And what no matter what that looked like, girls mm-hmm. parties, liquor, um, mm-hmm. Never gotten any hard drugs, you know. Me and Boogie Sugar have never had a run in, so that's There's where I'm gonna leave
0: it. it. Um,
1: you <laughs> let um, that Whitney was,
0: Houston alone. That's good. Yes, that's bless good. Her
1: heart. Bless her. Bless her. Bless um, her. Bless her. But she
0: said crack <laughs> is whack, and we were like Whitney, you
1: you on TV right now? Like niggas is uh, watching this. Oh my god. Um. um yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um. I just knew. I wasn't intentional by any stretch of the imagination until my senior year. Um, I guess that's how I actually found God initially. And um that that ties into my testimony, which will be another day. We'll have a, we'll have a testimony day.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah.
1: cuz that's a long
0: story in so. itself.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Oh, before, oh, I'm going to give t- two disclaimers to our listeners. One for our CEO who's going to watch this in my cup that is just sparkling cider. I'm just having a good time. But um, the second disclaimer is, y'all, Rail's life is crazy. Like, I, I, I want this man to be a professional storyteller because the stuff that goes on in his life, it's like <laughs> both, it, It's my I call it modern biblical, you know? He'd he be having some biblical type events happen in his life and you're like, bro, God, God's using you, but I can't tell whether he like you or not. Like... He still, he still hit the, the, the jury's still out on whether he really banged with you like that because cause the stuff in this man's life is crazy. So that's full disclaimer, but go ahead. Tell us about your before story. Where, where were you before?
1: Um, Well, before I used, me and my boy, me and my friend Dale, he was a year younger than me. I'll never forget this. We, me and my friends used to really, we were looking for lady friends. I'll leave it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll leave it just like Real that. Clean
0: um that's plain Jane.
1: we we believed in in deep fellowship with defeat with our female companions <laughs> and, and um <laughs> we and me in pursuit of that type of fellowship were um led to some life-threatening stuff we um
2: uh-huh.
1: i remember my boy dale called me up out the room and was like yo i finally got her I'm like, who did you finally get? What are you talking about? Because there was a there was a list of girls Dad was trying to collect. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, know, really I mean, like you, you only eighteen that's, once, you that's, know. Like, you, know, you got... that's
1: true. Fresh out of college, like its did his freshman year. I was I finished my sophomore year, so I'm a little older. He's like, I got Chelsea. I was like, really? Chelsea was this beautiful, beautiful girl. Um, disclaimer: she was Caucasian. I didn't care. He didn't care either. Um, and she she was blessed, physically,
0: endowed, endowed,
1: endowed, endowed. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, bro, we're supposed to go to the movies and hook up, but her friend Mina's with her, and I need you to come. bro. he's like, bro, Mina's fine, just do it. It's not like she's ugly, and I'm like, I'm with whatever. Oh, you want me to go talk to a cute Indian chick? Oh, that's happening. Yeah. And Mina was known to be. Bruh, oh, you're the best me. wingman,
0: by the way. I got to tell you that now, like <laughs> you are the best wingman. I was talking to my, my, my man yesterday about like how, actually I was talking to my barber. He was saying, yeah, you know, some of the homies I roll with, I can't trust them. You know, like they, they like to try to force their vibe into a situation. It's always about them center to situate. And then he's like, I'm a chill dude. I was like, bro, you need a good wingman. Cause yo a wingman will save a whole encounter and so yeah yeah you're the best wingman i ever known so i get why dale was like i trust this man where if i'm trying to make a move he making a move with me and we moving and, 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 like drake said 10 of us we moving as one you know like anyway go ahead go ahead <laughs> I, was, <laughs>
1: I was uh i had a i had a gift mm-hmm. i, I, I you was know, i was i was good for it so i was like i bet. Yeah. He's like, I was like, I have to drive to meet y'all? He was like, no, she got a new, um, she got a new coupe, like an old Sebring, coupe-y back in the day. Mm Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: It
1: was nicer, And she, and she, he was like, we're going to pick you up. Everybody got in the car at Dale's crib, like across town. And then they went to swoop me. I get in the car. I say, what's up to Mina, blah, blah, blah. It's me and Dale in the back seat. Oh, it's me and Mina in the back seat. And Dale's in the front with Chelsea. We're rapping. Me and Mina are talking. Yeah. Mina's being quite friendly today. I'm feeling good about my night. (laughs) (laughs) We start, we head head up the interstate to Savannah because I'm from like the the southern, like suburb area of Savannah. So we drove from the country back into the city. We get to the movie theater, everything's going good. Popcorn, all the good, all the festivities. We get all that, we get to the movie theater. Dale, Dale grabs our girl by the hand and goes all the way to the tip top. Mina tries to follow. Of course, I'm playing my part. I tell He's her I prefer... Just the man. You're
0: just the man, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I tell her I prefer to have some quality time in the front. So we go to the front area. Again, I, you know, we weren't never on that level, so I wasn't expecting anything to go on, but I was planting a said seed. We were conversating. We were talking. It was real good. Whatever Dale and old girl had going on was their business. They had an hour and a half to finish that in any way, shape, or form that <laughs> I, I cannot speak on or or even confirmed because I I was minding my business and paying the credit. The, um, the movie
0: was in front of you. Thank you. The movie
1: was exactly. in front of me. That was it.
0: Exactly. Okay.
1: Um at the movies, we run into some other people. You know, it's a smaller town. So we had mm-hmm. a bunch, you know, a bunch of other friends, a car full of people. Um, and this dude named Lewis, never forget Lewis. He was real cool. He used to work with me back in the day when I was working at high school. Um, he he, um, after the movie, we all met up and congregated in like the lobby, chopped it up, talked about what we're going to do next, or we're going to hit a move, maybe a kickback, you know, usual college stuff. <laughs> the girl, Chelsea's like, yeah, let's, we're going to take everyone back. And then later we're all going to meet up and party. Whatever party led to, not my business, but they was very excited mm-hmm. about the party. Okay. um, We get to the, we get to the whip. Everything's going well. Dale and Old Girl were very hands on with each other.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I and me and me are just keeping good conversation. We get in the car, and this time, me and Dale just get in the back. Since they're going to drop us off, we're going to beat them up anyway. And then Lewis pulls up at his new front runner next to the car in the parking lot. Lewis decides that it's in hit. And he says, You know what? Y'all know Coop ain't worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Chelsea go what? That's that was the start of it all. He say, "Let's see who gets. Get, let's ride down Seventeen and see who gets home first. What you mean? See who get home first? She started revving her engine. The clock is on. They pull out the um, um They pull out the lot. Two minutes later, we on the interstate. Lou He pulls Lewis pulls up next to us in his joint. You know the front runner, the SUV with the four wheel drive and stuff. Yep, he yeah, He had one of those. new. He had them new, though. This was like 2013. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Lewis family had money. Um, he pull up next to the little, little Sebring we in. He rev his engine, and he just pull off. At this point, we're doing 65. Me and Dale just look at each other, and we weren't really feeling it, but it was like we was with anything. So it was like it was whatever as long as you knew how to drive to me. As long as you yeah. can whip this bad boy, I don't, I don't really give a damn, to be honest. Um, Press that gas, press it out, press the gas.
2: mm -hmm. Uh,
1: I shouldn't have had that attitude because Chelsea took it too damn far. Chelsea hit the the gas. We doing 80. We up next to Lou. Now we pull up on two. We're we're, we're speeding 85 and like a 65. And there's these two four-wheelers on like a four-wheel highway. Yeah. And one one four-wheeler is on the um on the outermost edge. 18-wheeler. I'm sorry, 18-wheelers. Sorry the big The big freighter trucks. One is mm-hmm. on like the of the further out, the most out lane, and up there was a um, one lane in between, and then the next one was there to the left of it. Got you. Lewis pulls up around, and then he looks at her. He pulls up next to us again,
0: and then oh, he just pulled off again. Pull, pull, pulled Why are you testing that girl like that? Like, dang, man. It... All right, whatever. Yeah, You know what? Like, like I said, you're only 18 once. So, you know, Lewis you got a car. Because, you
1: know, Lewis was always a little different, man. I I, I can't even talk. Yeah, <laughs> all
0: different. right.
1: And that means Chelsea he was a wildcat. Was like, oh, if you no.
0: calling a person different when yes. you was 19, that means he was a wildcat even then. I, okay. Yeah. Lewis, thank you for a crazy night, brother. Let's hear it. Chelsea pull up. Um,
1: Chelsea hit the... Um, um switch lanes and then try to follow. And then Lewis shoots back and cuts left. He goes, he goes, um, he try he goes around the car. We're weaving through traffic. It isn't just those two 18-wheelers. Yeah. She shoots, she shoots left and try and then tries to follow him. And I guess his car handles it better. He hits the right and tries to go around the 18-wheeler. I tell Chelsea, hey, you wilding?" I look at the dash, she's doing a hundred, swerving through cars. Oh, chill out, wow. chill out, chill out. We get your car, chill out. She said, stop being a put, well, stop being soft. I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna leave it there. Mm. And she turns up the music all the way. Me and, she can't hear us, me and Dale yelling, chill, 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 chill. Me in the front laughing. Me and Dale look at each other and solid communication. Just about to be some shit, bro. Mm. We both put on our seat belts and we clutch the front of our of the seats in front of us, like the little metal poles on the back of the headrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We clutch yeah, yeah. those. Dale's window was a little down. I don't know why. But we, we clutch onto those. And then as she tries to follow Lewis around the right um truck, she jerks the wheel right. Oh my god! And boom, car flips. Oh my gosh. And then do do. Do do we twirling? And it was the strangest sensation I ever experienced in my life. It was like my time God. froze. Cause like I saw, I legit saw Dale almost going out the like his window a little bit, even though he's in the suit seatbelt. What? So I I just put my arm around Dale. We hugged each other. And then I I remember being in the car watching it tumble in like slow motion. And my then do 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 do. Boom! We hit the tree line, everything's black. I don't know how long, like, I, and then I just woke up. My head felt like hell, but I don't know. Everyone was, but you woke car. up. Boom. That's yeah, the whole I story up. right there,
0: folks. What? You, you said, you said everything <laughs> you went black, but you're telling the story. So, all right, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna go ahead and be impressed right there. Like, you were going <laughs> to, you were barreling down the road at hundred miles an hour with with an eighteen year old just whipping it, and then the car flips and 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 okay okay, I'm gonna just be impressed that you're here to tell the story, but there's got to be more to it.
1: Yeah, we we hit the tree line, boom. Uh huh. I w- I wake up and there's hell of smoke coming out the in, the damn uh, under the hood. I'm, yeah. You know, I played a lot of video games growing up. When there's smoke, there's fire. I'm thinking we got to move quick. I'm not going to die in here. Mm-hmm. I tap I t- on Dale. He get up. We we both start clawing out. The girls are screaming. They finally wake up. I think I was the first to wake up. The girls start screaming, wow. my legs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the doors aren't working. I'm over here like, y'all, y- 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 y'all can't cry. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like if there's ever a moment to realize that you effed up and you should just be crying it's when you're in a flipped car bro like I would I I just feel like the the time for gracefulness and trying to accept the ramifications of your actions is later after like you probably should start with getting out the car we
1: the doors in the car didn't work Mm -hmm. thankfully the car was it landed on its feet though that's the wild part like it landed on the wheels through all the spinning I guess it hit the the tree at the right angle, it was upright kind of. It was, it was crooked. Like we hit trees and stuff, but like we just, it was like boom, and then it just was in the grass. And we crawled wow. out this, we crawled out the side doors. This is a coup. So everyone has to crawl into the front and then crawl out the side windows.
0: Whoa, wow.
1: So the doors what wasn't opening and the car, the car smoking, making a scene or whatever. And we we crawl out. I get out the car and I, you know, I do the check. Are my legs near mm. my limbs? What do I got? Mm-hmm. What's broken? I'm completely straight. Wow. Head a little fuzzy, I'm straight. Everybody in the car is damn near untouched. A little scrape, bruise, a little glass. I feel my wallet's gone. I look at something, say look back at the car. I go to the front seat of the passenger side, my wallet's on the floor. Don't know how I got. well, I go, I pick up my wallet. I go to the road and I, I just take a moment. I was like, oh. God must be real. And then the police pull up. Wee 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 EMTs, all of that. Fire truck. Everybody. Everybody. Dang. Then the cop hops out the car. He runs up on me. He looked at the car, looked at me, and said, "How many dead?"
0: I. <laughs> Oh my God. They came thinking, oh, they were like, the people who called 911 was like, oh, yeah, we just saw an accident so bad, there's got to be everybody dead in the car. And so the, the the emergency folks showed up thinking somebody was dead. And all of y'all were unscathed? Easy. And I was just like, wow. Wow.
1: And honestly, like, just, just the fact that everything went slow mo, looking back, it, it was just an. It was an insane sensation to be in that car watching it flip. Yeah, it like it's, wow. And like just no just from there I knew like okay, maybe I'm supposed to be here. Like I yeah. I wasn't exactly like the biggest believer but I was like okay, so I think I have guardian angels.
0: No, nah, and and to <laughs> me I would think you were an absolute lunatic, just the craziest person I knew, if you didn't treat that as like a turning point in your life. Even at 19, you know, I'd have been like, and I've been living dead wrong. Like, I'd have been, because, 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 <laughs> nah, for real, incidents like that, <laughs> folks don't walk away from. Them. I, I'm pretty sure the cop showed up asking that question because he was like, I, I, I'm about to pull forward. Like I said, he looked, he looked at the car
1: that looked at me and said, How many did I said Mm -hmm. none? And he looked at me in disbelief, like I was lying, and then ran this man sees trauma
0: (laughs) every day. And he's okay, that's insane. So you you all see
1: yeah, asked her what happened, like I was lying. And when she said the same thing, he was just like, Well, amen. And then the EMT checked out everybody, and the cop was like, So what really happened? I all I could do was be like, I don't know. I wasn't the driver. Ain't no snitch.
0: <laughs> the bottom line. That, I, mean, ain't. That, I was just I, here, fam.
1: But we all knew Chelsea wanted the speed race with Lewis. And we let it happen. We we definitely let it ride. And um,
0: nah. <laughs> y'all say chill out and she turns the music up. It's like Chelsea tried it and I can't be in Chelsea the car did. with you ever again. She, yeah, Dale she would, after she, 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 she uh, Dale after that. <laughs> Dale, Dale, that's Dale, the funniest Dale. part in the whole story, bro. All right, so I, even though I'm not dead, we're done. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, at least he had the time at the movie theater, but anyway, so y'all see what I'm saying. Like, they're th- real, real, real faith. Got to have a starting point, apparently. For for somebody like you, it has a starting point. But you know, to me, it also is just knowing that God's in the moment. Like, I think, I think you know, adrenaline and all of the the factors that slow down time, you know, that's that can be that can be chemically explained. But but what can't be explained is that as time slowed down, you're certain, you're able. Maybe maybe you say that you know a, a psychiatrist would say, oh, he's making up the. Uh, event of him grabbing Dale or but you're certain that as the car was flipping you're able to grab Dale and like who had just shed like I'm I'm sure at those speeds sometimes yeah. the seatbelt does crazy he woke stuff, up without a know? seatbelt on he thanked me for that's what I'm life. saying <laughs> exactly exactly so you know God not only like was there in the moment to say, hold on, I'm gonna pause time for you about to do something special. He actually used you in the moment to you do something special. And that's where I'm saying like it, the authenticity comes from just like living your life. But sometimes you're just part of the family and God chooses you. And that feels like a moment where you're, you got to recognize this is, this life ain't just for me. It's for others too. And so my, for me, it, it's a little bit different in when I started being intentional because I, I had a, I've always grown up in the church as well. My folks um, you know are my dad's a pastor and then my mom is obviously first lady and so <laughs> for that reason you don't go very far from church. I can count on my hands um, excluding you know coronavirus year where you know there, there have uh, been no churches open. I can count on my hands how many times I haven't been to church on Sunday. Like I, I, It's very few times in my entire life where I haven't attended church. And so when I got to school, though, I had a, a level of freedom that I had not ever experienced in my life. And so I got there and I, I, I was like, wow, freshman year, man. It got to the point where yeah, the substance abuse was there. Never again. Never, never. I, I never was white collar in my, 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 my substances, of course, you know, but, you know, you smoke, you drink, you know, whatever, whatever. You're doing things you're not supposed to be doing and you can never do living at home, but you, you're doing what you do. And so, Uh, but I, I bottomed out and reached a point of depression with it. And I get to sophomore year and all I say is, God, look, just don't let this year go the way last year ended. I mean, I had, if you listen to our, 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 our previous podcast, you'll recognize that, you know, we say that don't let substance become a priority. Well, I let that happen. That's the experience that I've had. Don't, you can't let a substance become a priority because it fudges up all your other priorities in college. In any case, it became a priority. And because of that, it, it led to a downward spiral in my mental health. And so I just said, God, just don't let last uh, this year go the way last year ended in my start of my sophomore year. You know, my 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 roommate and friendship plans changed. I had felt like I had nobody in the whole universe. All right. So the first Sunday that I attended church, I attended church, felt nothing from the sermon. So sorry to say it, but then immediately after church I was just looking for familiar faces you ever be you know feeling lonely in a crowd and so you're like maybe if I see some eyes that kind of lock eyes with me I'm like having able to have a genuine conversation you know I will feel like better you know I'll, I'll make it through today I can make it till tomorrow well the only set of eyes I recognize locked eyes with me and looked away as quickly as she could like she she shunned me and I do believe that at the time she was a uh what are they called in um, when chapel, chapel assistants? Chapel, she was a chapel assistant at, at that school. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. It's definitely going to go like that. All right, that's not a prayer answer. And I was ready to leave. And then a young lady named Tori came up to me and said, didn't know this woman at all, and said, man, like something's telling me to speak to you. And we have Bible studies. Now, Mind you, that sounds cliche corny and all that stuff, but it was life changing for me. Like it really was just as simple as a person coming up in the moment where I had literally prayed for their appearance. They came up and in, initiated an invitation where where afterwards I was unwilling to say anything other than, yeah, I got you. And then I just, from then on, my entire college career changed with an organization um, that, that really help stabilize my faith in my my college career path. so when I say all that and I really mean the the moment that you're at rock bottom is a pretty good place to start praying like I, I mean like if you if you weren't intentional before like <laughs> rock bottom will change things about how intentional you become you know and so that was a moment of my intentionality just kind of shifting. But it, it, it changed my viewpoint on faith because it was no longer than like my parents' religion. I feel like a lot of college students come with church hurt and just, you know, the grandma's religion and then they get there and they're just wilding and they have no uh, constraint or mindset for what they have to do in terms of maintaining their spiritual life. But then the reality is like you bottom out when you're just doing whatever. But if you if you have the if you have the substance of that, that even grandma's faith to say, God, I need you right now at the bottom, it makes a difference. So in any case, you know, even still, I feel like with the authentic Christian, it probably is its hardest. I'm not going to lie to you. The things that I've seen happen to some of my Christian friends, I'm like, Okay, do it a little different. I I, I need the the the, the mush uh, the 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 cotton candy and marshmallows version of what you're doing in their life, God. Cause if I were to learn anything from what they're going through, is that I cannot. It's, I they piss somebody off <laughs> basically. So real, like, what do you have to say about when you're walking and like you're really having that David moment where it's like, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, like. I will fear no evil. Where is that moment for you as a, as a person who's just walking it all the way through?
1: My lowest point, I've had two like rock bottom points. One was my senior year as a, um, in Morales. And the other was my time, it was when I got my dream job. After I graduated and entered the workforce, I, I got this great job at this big law firm on like the 19th mm-hmm. floor of this fancy building i um, in midtown I could have my own office I had my own digs I called by shots made my schedule I I was on top of the world
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then like there was an instance where um in the in the workplace the the um the owner like the, the head attorney it was two brothers
0: mm-hmm. the head
1: attorney had a nephew Named um, Mej,
0: wait, you ain't got to name nobody's name, not in Sorry. this one. We'll just still say don't,
1: still don't like camping to this day. Yeah, I checked, I'm um, in the office, him and his friend were on the phone, and they were using the n word when I was sitting in his office. I checked him for using the n word and said a lot of people can be hurt by that. No Indian, guy. little Indian fella, Ooh. never friends with anyone in the black community before in his life. My N-word this, he, my N-word was, that was good. My was he, face, was he was he on FaceTime with a black guy? Can we sell that? No, you? he was on FaceTime with Fred. Sorry, of a, a Caucasian fella. His best friend was he was had all white mm. friends. I was like, mm. I, I told him it wasn't cool. He apologized, but from that day forward, I was public enemy number one. He told his uncle his uncle's tightened my schedule whenever like different random restrictions were put on me all over the office for no reason
0: This snake and,
1: and um he would come and say cute passive aggressive things to me be fake in my face and i was just like i was always early to work i, I put in the time i did everything i could and i mm-hmm. just didn't know how it just it was falling apart i was crumbling underneath me my and i was goodness. trying so hard to hold on to it bro and yeah, man. I realized, like, I started, you know, you start talking to the people in the office because everyone else in the office was black, all the workers. And he mm-hmm. and I started talking with them. And they were like, oh, well, that's such such son. You need to stay out of his way. But he has you in his sight. So it's over. And then they <laughs> told me about the guy who had my office before me. I didn't realize it. But when I was te- when I was like clearing out the office to make it my own, I found a scripture. Like it was one of the Psalms on the wall. Turns out there was a man of faith that worked in my office before me, and he right. commit suicide from the stresses of this particular Ooh.
0: job. Whoa, that's heavy.
1: Yeah, I heavy. Actually, so bad, heavy. Um, the guys, um, he he used to get into it. The 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 brother, it, as he got to know you, he'd be more verbally abusive. That's what happens in smaller companies. Like the dude, he would just really? talk wild. He would yell at people. He the, would talk the lead wild attorney. At yeah, the lead attorney. Those two brothers, and they would just talk to wow. people really wild, like real wild. Wow.
2: Yeah,
1: and he got into it with the guy over some work, and they tried. Like when the guy commits suicide, they were like, "Dang, he has to come into work for a week. Let me call his family." His wife found himself and found him in the closet. He hung himself. Mm-hmm. Deep depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. Turns out he struggled with depression. From the, from, listen, and listen, big, and listen, it was because start, of this like, job. It wasn't because let me let me explain it. The night he died. There was something that went wrong at work with the paperwork. Right. And the guy was mad at Mm -hmm. him blew up on him. And they were going back and forth through text message in the messaging. They like he the owner was like fucking kill yourself. Never forget that. Kill yourself. You are worthless. You aren't worth a damn. And I'm lucky to even be in my office. His wife found the messages in his phone and was looking to see what, what set him off the edge. And that back and forth from like yeah. the, from that afternoon escalated into that type of conversation over the phone mm-hmm. and up through text message, and he killed himself. So his wife automatically saw this, told them to never to not show their faces at the at this man's funeral, like they were trying to do, to pretend like they cared. And then and then I mean that's what it was. That man lost his life over how he was struggling heavy. with depression. That's That's really heavy. And that, that's a mark. I, that's that's spiritual. And honestly, like yeah, it us and like and moving forward, like after I found that out, it just got worse. These people started showing more and more of their character. The two bosses got into yeah. a fist fight in the office. Two brothers, straight up, they went to a what? back room and they and they squabbled, and they squabbed. For 20 minutes. And they walked like out kids. Yes. They straight up fall in the back. Mm-hmm. I cannot make
0: this up, brother. Wow. I, I've
1: never seen nothing like this in my life. Like, it just went to hell quick.
0: Yeah. And then. It seems like it was a hellish workplace then, anyway. You might as well have had two Cobras in a basket as your freaking head lead bosses. But my God. my
1: bosses. They signed my checks all out. And yeah. I. But we had all the money, all the digs, all the perks, all of that. I had a yeah. I had Many I had a rooftop view about, of man. the city. I thought I was yeah. gone. And then I got hurt playing basketball randomly. I took something tore in my knee and I, I went to go get x-rays, but my my leg was my knee was like a coconut. It was so big they couldn't even mm. really get an accurate x-ray. So I got a full leg brace from the doctor and I couldn't bend my knee, and I was still holding on by a thread. My mom was like. We, you work so hard for this, I'm gonna help you. My mom wanted give me rides to work because I couldn't drive.
0: Man, so and, you're telling me that coinciding w- with like hellishness at work, your knee explodes doing something that you love playing basketball? Like that yeah. is heavy, that is heavy. That is a it lot was, to deal with ins- all at it once. You know? It was insane. Yeah. It was
1: insane, like, I was like, God must not love me. But I was like, you know what? Mm. God, I'm a trooper. I, I spent yeah. my whole life fighting. i would be, I'll be damned before anybody do me in. I, I want. Yeah. I was ready for a solid fight, so I was like, you know what, God, yeah. I'm serious. I'm not trying to give. I did my first fast, like a real one. I was like, God, you got to see, I'm, I'm not playing about what I want, my mm-hmm. job, my career. So I did a straight Daniels. I didn't eat any meat, any meat in general. Nothing. I'm making vegetable soup. I'm doing whatever. I think I had fish once in 21 days.
0: Far hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. the and he eat. I'm so mature. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's cool. I, people, <laughs>
1: you, you talk about zealous? I didn't give a damn. Uh, yeah. I'm one of those people... I, I've been a fighter my whole life, for better or for worse. Yeah, you think I'm gonna yeah. let somebody run me out of office?
0: I'll,
1: yeah, I, honestly, well, no. in in me, I was like, hell no! You have to. See, forget I put that. a suit
0: on and make these hands ready that for everybody, e for everybody, e for everybody. You
1: know, it don't it, I? I have Yeah, no man, It's
0: that. all good. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So
1: I t- I took it there, spiritually there, mm-hmm. prayer, any anything. I can't even walk. I'm limping around the office. Yeah. And then one day I had a meeting with somebody, random man. I stum, I was usually the last one of the last people to leave the office. I was limping out the door. I I, I helped push myself out the door with my I, I have crutches and a full leg brace. I'm 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 yeah. limping out, I'm going down the, the fancy steps in the front, one at a time. And then a random homeless man just walks up as if to meet me perfectly when I'm coming down the steps. And then he, yeah. he he walks up. I'm I'm going down, and then he reaches out and touches my shoulder to help me down the stairs. Now, m- for most people, that's nothing—a random person to help you out. But I'm gonna keep it a being, This man had to be homeless, <laughs> and I'm not. And I'm not superficial or bougie or nothing like that. But I don't usually engage in the practice of letting homeless people touch me like that.
0: Oh I, come on, I, bro! I, come I'm being on. honest.
1: Damn. Like I, I knew he was different because something said, something said, let it ride. Something, yeah. I, okay. I'm, I give money times. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm doing many hugs. And and you know what? I'm, I'm a little OCD about hygiene, so I've always been like that. And I, I yeah. maybe I need deliverance. Maybe. But I, I'm yeah. not there.
0: Yeah, i smidge. i smidge, but that, that's a different oh, conversation. Yeah. Go that's ahead, man. It.
1: Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, straight up put his hand on my shoulder, helping me down, touching me and my stuff. And I, and at yeah. this point, it's cool. He's an older black gentleman, gray hair, all that. His eyes were gray yeah. to match his hair. It really threw me off. And he had these yeah. really, it was very powerful, calm, steely gray eyes, like ste, almost silver, just. It just it was it was all it was really piercing actually. And he was just like, what did he say? He was just like, he was like, I can tell you're really a believer and you're going through a hard time. He said, Don't he said your leg will heal. Um, but you're it's gonna be a rough time. And I was like, What do you mean? And he was like, during this time. You're going to learn a lot about yourself, but even more about the, about the people around you. Wow. Um, Three days later, I got a call after work from my boss saying, Hey, we got to let you go. It's just not a good fit. I was like, why? He said, to be honest with you, Terrell, I'm just tired of hearing about you. I'm tired of hearing him complain about you. Just like that. Wow. And then a, I got the diagnosis. For,
0: and
1: then, um, and then, um, I, you know, I, I was having trouble getting look, looked at by a doctor. And then they told me I tore my ligament and that it, it might be too mm. late. They, they they were like, bro, you're never going to run again, really. Mm. Because you you couldn't get help in time. I didn't get seen in time. Um, tearing your patella tendon is one of those things where you have to get healed quick. Um, done. surgery has to be quick, um, and that, that was an utter defeat for me. I don't think wow. I've ever been in a darker place. I lost, I lost everything I really cared about. And then, honestly, I found out who. It was only a few people that really came to check for me. I'm crippled. Some people would help me go to the grocery store just to get groceries to put in my um, in my crib. Only a few mm-hmm. people would help me to fit, um, work things out. It was really my family that propped me up. I was, I was eating, and I couldn't leave my, like, when I had surgery, I'll never forget May 3rd, 2018. I was in bed for like four days, drugged up. I did, I was really off the real, I was, I was taking the, the, the Percocets, the future talking about. I know why he's like that. I was in, I was loopy for like four days. I was, I was loopy, son. 12 hours to go by, I don't know what the hell happened. I'm off, the, I was off the Perks. You can't say i I know why he like that, bro. Come on, bro. I know like, why he like that, bro. We're
0: gonna have some college students listen. Like, hold on. I missed the point of what he said. Did he say that right. Perkins are lit? Bro? I'm sorry. I did not say they're lit. I'm just saying that. Nah, I get you, public. bro. Nah, you was you was yeah. you was you, was, you was laid out. You was it you you told me, we were on the phone about it, and you told me, bro it felt like a nuke went off in my knee. And this was after the surgery. You said it felt yep. like a nuke went off in a specific, like somebody just had a microwave sitting on your knee. Like that yep. is incredible. Yep. So, right and, and, but surgery. then you found out who was there for you, who, who you know, your family was there um, for yeah.
1: you. Family, only a few friends. And like, I, I bounced back slowly, but surely, but it was rough. Mm. But um, I really do thank God because one, those people who showed up, they were there for me. I keep them close. Two, yeah. Um, I was given a good disclaimer. He, I was looked in the eyes. And like, what really threw me off about this Michael character, this homeless man that walked up to me, older black His man, name
0: was Michael, huh? Okay. He handed
1: wow. me a business card. And like, and he, he just gave me a do, he said bye. And then my mom pulled up in the car. She was like, who's that? And I was like, I guess it's Michael. And then I get in the car. <laughs> I li- put, I pull my little leg in the car. And my mom and I, she, I was like, I guess he runs some sort of tech business. I don't know what this is. What he really, it was real vague about what he did. It wasn't a deep thought. Yeah. And then I looked on the website or on his on his business card. I Googled it. You know, I was just like, yeah. you know what? What is this guy about? I looked, nothing. Crickets. I Googled him. Nothing. I couldn't find Michael. And I was like, "Hey, mom, hit oh, the son. block, circle the block." My mom circled the block because something was felt off. I didn't know what was different about yeah. this man. I wasn't afraid of him, yeah. but nothing like that. It just something was different. We circled the block. Michael nowhere to be found, disappeared, and and all of a sudden, I you, you don't exist. So I just like I don't know who Michael okay. was or what he came where he came from, but Michael. Uh-huh. My, I, I just, I can't, I, it, I can't explain it. But he came, he dropped yeah. a hot, he dropped a, he dropped a load on me. He said it's so cold. Yeah, he
0: dropped a hot nugget for show. Sure. And this, in this
1: time, you're gonna find out a lot about yourself, and even more about the people around you. And I just yeah. watched, I watched everything in my life just break. Mm-hmm. My body broke, my job, my career darkest place here too yeah, yeah i was i was broken i was broken and mm. every and the only people that brought me out of that were my closest friends the few that stuck by me and my family and it was yeah. it was easy it was it was real wow that that in itself was just enough for me because one god put those people there my mom was like don't give up we're here and
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had I had small victory after small victory it was it was yeah. very much so a marathon this was a track this was a trek. just doom, step by step boom surgery boom like I was like don't bed rest boom walking. Mm-hmm. boom and then I had a full leg cast for a year like after surgery I didn't yeah. walk for a year I was crippled like <laughs> for a year I showered with a trash bag around my
0: my cast on my leg, like it it was. That joint probably stank when you took it off. Sorry, anyway, go. <laughs> I'm so immature. I don't know why we're talking <laughs> some serious stuff, and I'm just like, dang, that's crazy. That's something to think about right there. I just be picking on the weirdest things. So, so you you were able to just keep going stage after stage, and then where are you now, brother? Tell me where you're at now.
1: I hooped for the first time
0: son, a month ago. Made a jumper I on somebody never, all up. Yo, I never, when you told me that, I was damn near tears the first, like, when you first told me that, I was elated. I'd never been happier for another person, because mm-hmm. I remember when you told me, the doctor told me you were never going to walk again, I was like, bro, that's not true. Right. No, we just, that that's not, yeah. we're not rocking with that. You know, I remember when you were about to go into surgery, you were afraid. All right, brother. And you were like, I don't know what this doctor's going to do, but the doctor prayed for you. You remember that? You forgot to say that part. Really? The doctor who was about to do surgery prayed for you, prayed before the surgery that he was about to perform on you. And that's what I am saying.
1: Turns out he does pastoral work.
0: Yeah. How are you the, the only who, who gets a surgery from a black guy who? Who who moonlights as a pastor? I don't want to hear it, bro. And then here you are, a, a year and a half later, talking about oh the doctors who told me a year ago that I wouldn't be able to even like move quickly again, uh, are dead wrong because I'm out here balling like you're literally playing I'm not basketball. balling balling.
1: You know, just, I'm there. You know I'm there. If you, you on the court,
0: it's it's, it's yeah. an achievement, bro. Yeah. So I knew I, I, I could run when I
1: got uh when I, I had a run in at a protest. I figured out real quick <laughs> about running.
0: Real quick. <laughs> but that's another yeah. story for another day. Um uh, honestly, incentive I just, to run is the best ahead. time to find out you can run, I'm sure. You know, when you got mm-hmm. we got a good reason to run now, I'm sure it's a good time okay. to start learning. But yeah, no, I just I just I just love to hear that it's like you're working with a god of the bigger picture, bro. You know, you found out stuff you needed to know about your family, like your family, you've told me times where your family gets on your nerves, you know, family gets, everybody's family gets on their nerves sometimes, but like when it came down to the nitty and the gritty, there they were, and they were performing their roles excellently in your life in a time of crisis, and you want to see that from people in your lives. you know, like, and 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 God was working on the bigger picture, the whole time he was dealing with you, you know, so still, I I, I still am just always, I'm I'm really taken aback in in, in review of the last year and a half, you know, in your life and all of our lives, just so much has gone on. And yet, it gives me a confidence, you know, just to look at the situations and say God was in the bigger picture. But in the moment, I, this is this is the real point that I need to make clear from my perspective. Well, I know you got a closing point, but my my perspective is in the moment. It God is still in the, the minor details, and then He's also working this elaborate tapestry, the bigger picture. That that to me, that to me is what and all, like that's how I want to dismantle, you know, religiosity, and, and and that's the authentic Christian I want to promote. Like it's not, I, I, it's never easy. It's never, it's never the way that um, you know Bible thumpers and and um, and prosperity preachers make it seem. It, I can't, I can't pay a certain amount of money and have an easy life. Like I, it really is about the struggle. But when you see the bigger picture in your friends' lives and in your own life, it's, 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 it's always worthwhile. You always see a hand that's kind of working it out. You feel me? Oh, definitely.
1: I mean. Yeah. And my point, it's not pretty. Most of the things that look cute and are, and are like aesthetically pleasing, they're not the nitty gritty or the, the type of foundational work that builds faith as far as I'm concerned. Um, I just know that if you belong to God, no matter what you're doing, how, how far off the rails you really think you are, he can be a part of your life. And um, as far as I'm concerned, whether you like it or not, God will be a part of the moment that should have cost you your life or cost you your faith. It 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 just Damn. it's just that simple. It it, it is what it is. Um, John, I, I'll let you wrap up. I just that that's that's exactly how I feel about
0: it. God will be a part of the moment that will that should have cost you your life or cost you your faith. I don't want anybody to, to to take anything from this other than that. It, it, there is there are some big blah, blah blah blah. You you've heard our stories, and and it really is that simple. Um, that's why we walk the walk that we 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 walk, and that's why we're grateful for this opportunity to talk with you all. And it really is exciting to to go from. You know, going to class and, and attending school and thinking that, oh well, I'm about to graduate and, and make the world-changing moves. And then really you just kind of have to boil it down to let me have a good talk with God and see where God needs to take me. Like it it I I I wanted to each person have a more realistic view. Take your moments, put put your your life in this uh, in this format of where, would, what? how did God keep me before I was intentional? How, when did I get intentional? And then now that I'm being intentional about my walk, what, what does it look like? You know, what are my tough days? And how do I know that God's still working in the moment and in the big picture? You know, and, and furthermore, uh, it's not to be preachy, It's just that, you know, I want everybody to discover their walk with God. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm John. Uh, I'm Tua. And we are Your proctors for Black Student Survival Guide. Thank you very much, everybody.